Hello, neighbors. This is Daniel. This is Katie. And welcome back to the Future Neighbor Podcast. Podcast. Wow, neighbors. If you're following us on Instagram, that's at eFutureNeighbor. We already shared the big news, but we'll share it again. We're pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> that's right. You're pregnant. <laughs> I don't know what the right saying is for guys. How is guys supposed to say it? My wife is pregnant? I feel yeah. weird saying that we're pregnant. <laughs> you could say, I'm going to be a dad. We're going to be parents, y'all. <laughs> and uh, we're very excited. I think in today's podcast, we're going to go through our uh, pregnancy journey, kind of our learnings through it. You know, most of our podcasts, a lot of times it's about like our learnings through life. Yeah, I, and I always, most of the, okay, so it's like when you're in it, it's not funny. But then <laughs> when you're like just a month oh, removed away from funny? it. <laughs> Huh? Did anything funny happen? No, that's, about our pregnancy. No, that's what I'm saying. When when you have like a little bit of obstacles in your way, we'll talk about those obstacles. You don't think it's funny then, but now when I think back on it, what seemed like like the fears, they're funny now. Thinking back on it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, we're gonna dive deeper into it. We want to share a little bit more about um, kind of the culture around getting pregnant. What are some of the like the the ages that people are getting pregnant in Korea? What happens at work? How many work days do you get off? And then also like postpartum is that after you die? Postnatal, postnatal care, postpartum care. Yeah. Postpartum. I think so. Every year, guys, my my English falls off by ten percent. So anyway, the postpartum care <laughs> it's called Tanu Joriwan, and we're gonna share a little bit more about that, and um. If you if you are having trouble conceiving, you know, we didn't we didn't get pregnant right away when we like, you know, started thinking that this was the time and so like I kind of empathize or actually started to feel a lot more empathy towards people who are having trouble conceiving. And so like if hearing about a, another couple that got pregnant kind of annoys you, then maybe this is not the podcast episode for you. You can skip this one. Otherwise, you know, we'll share what's going on and and also uh, kind of changes what we're thinking about and and uh, all of that. Yeah, let's get started. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't forget our sponsor. Today's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Gochujar.com, <laughs> which is Korea's number one place for Korean food, ceramics, and premium food gifts. I think today I really want to recommend uh, we got a, uh, this handmade Uh, Bugo is dried pollock and uh, it's made out of wood and it's like a hanging ornament for your house it's really nice to add like a touch of Korean culture for your home like a home home deco and uh, just to give a little bit more context back in the days like uh, a pollock used to symbolize a deity like in Korean folklore that can like chase off evil spirits and so even till this day if you go to like a restaurant in Korea, when they first open, they mm-hmm. like to o- hang a dried pollock right in front of the store door, like on the inside. And yeah, it's big mouth and it's big eyes is supposed to chase away evil spirits, high inflation, <laughs> low <laughs> customers, bad weather. Yeah, or heavy snowstorms, anything that would chase away customers. Yeah, even to this day, if you come to Korea and you go to more traditional Korean restaurants, you'll see one of those hanging. But in those Korean restaurants, it's actually real dried pollock, like dried fish. 
that's there. Yeah. And whereas this one, <laughs> so this one is made out of wood, and that's that. So it's permanent. That's right, without the smell. Yeah. Um. And it's really pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, Katie. Yeah. Was this pregnancy planned, or was this a surprise for us? Like, share us a little bit of the details and your first reaction. No, it wasn't a complete surprise. We were planning. Yeah, we. I think we said four Q of last year. We want to start trying. It didn't take long for us. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we jump yeah, into that now? It wasn't too hard. Uh, like start off with yeah, the yeah. I think our reaction was of amongst us were very different. Like for me, I wasn't that anxious. Like because I don't, I didn't think that I was in a like too old or like um to conceive. Yeah. Like I, I think I was pretty confident that we are both wrong. healthy. Yeah. So things would go pretty smoothly, but yeah. So I wasn't that anxious about. The, the whole process but i think vice versa you were super agitated and anxious and yeah and somehow around that time we were trying i think you started to see a lot of like instagram posts or ads about people struggling to have a baby yeah and then yeah, and then you mind. kind of, yeah, you it went into your mind. mind and then you go to like Reddit, subreddits and oh then read about those stories. And oh my gosh, yeah. I thought like, oh, you're going way too much. <laughs> we we found success in our fourth cycle of like after really deciding that we should try for a baby. And they say that you should give it a like good one year. Yeah, if you're, I think they said if you're under 35, then like, and you're just, trying for natural pregnancy you like you should wait it's normal for it to take to one to two years yeah um but they were like saying if you're over 35 and it doesn't happen after six months you should consult a doctor to check your fertility um but anyway so like the first month we like we tried but i think we were very naive and i want to share a little bit of like those information Isn't it too detailed no i mean we'll we'll keep it like pg-13 <laughs> Uh, not not rated R, but I like PG thirteen. People want to know that much detail. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna go step by step, like <laughs> play by play, but we'll just give like a high overview. So, like, I think like in the first month, um, we we're trying, but I think most guys don't know like uh, about like a woman's like uh, ovulation cycle and fertile days and all this. Like, I think guys just think like, okay, let's get it on, and then uh oh, it sh- it'll get pregnant. That's how most guys are until you get married and then like you st- you're you, serious. Yeah, you start serious about having a baby. That's when you start Googling that. So for me, or I could be living in my own head. I don't know. But for me, actually, no, I just talked with one of my hungs who's a lot older. And I think, yeah, he was kind of at the same mindset that I'll just get it on to work. Um, basically, uh, in the first month, we tried and we're like, okay. First month, we tried without contraception. And we're like, okay, this should do it. And then we kind of waited and we're like, nope, it wasn't, right? <laughs> and so I was like, huh, well, not a big deal. And then the second month, I was like thinking that, yeah, it should be fine this time. <laughs> 
And then it didn't work. So then I was thinking, I started to like think like in my mind, like, and then you started to worry. Yeah. And then like, like a little seed of, um, <laughs> of, <laughs> of worry came into my mind. I was like, man, like, uh, maybe I do have a, a problem with my swimmers. <laughs> Or it could be a problem with you. I, I mean, but I would never say that. But I was thinking it's either one of us or maybe it's having a little bit of problems. I don't know. And so then like, but I was like, no, we're too young and we're really healthy. I'm sure we're not going to have problems. But then um, we tried, like, um, I, I looked into the, like, uh, I started Googling. And then I, like, learned that there's, like, a, of course, like this fertile window that a woman has their ovulation cycle and there's a set period, right? Yeah. But then... I just looked at a random uh, like app where you just input like just very basic information and we got like a generic week. Like mm-hmm. this is like the best time to try. And so we, t- we tried, but it didn't work yeah. again. So I was like, oh my gosh, but I don't know. This is what the, the app or the, the, the website said. So I'm pretty sure it's accurate. <laughs> and then long story short, we went from, um, from looking at an app, which turned out to be completely off then to um we bought this uh, ovulation kit which is like uh the the paper version and then you have to check just like the pregnancy strips when yeah. they get the reddest and then um yeah and then when they get really red that's when you like really need to like try um but then it's hard to read because it's like i was like katie uh-oh, uh-oh. because it's relative and you have to keep like counting yeah you don't know when is the reddest because like you you start trying that like a a week before and then it's really faint and you're like i started getting happy i was like oh my god it's getting redder and redder and redder redder and redder and redder okay this is the reddest day i think we should try now and then the next day it's even redder and you're like oh oh but i'm tapped out Yeah, and then with the with the ovulation kits, you have to like try like the best time is like a, a day later or a few days later after it's like the darkest light. And so reading those lines was very troublesome. And then I think this was around now like the 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 last cycle. We're just like you know what, let's go with one of those digital readers <laughs> where you don't have to read any lines. All you get is a smiley face. And I was like, this is for us. We use the technology. Yeah, and then we got the smiley face, and we're like, this is the time. And then after that, it worked. And so all this time, I wasn't like completely like uh, as super anxious as you were saying, but that seed of doubt was growing because it's it's kind of weird. And I'm sure people who are having trouble conceiving knows that like every failed cycle, it feels like um, more weight is put onto your shoulders. And like this doubt gets a little bit bigger. And so... Um, yeah, because at the beginning, we were very naive and... We thought that we would just get pregnant immediately. Yeah, immediately, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's really hard because there's only like one or two days when the egg can actually be fertilized. Those, those I would highly recommend if you try to naturally try for couples and it doesn't work, get on that digital ovulation kit. Smiley face, you're good to go. And you'll save a lot of yourself some, some trouble. We, oh. And this information you learn from Reddit too, <laughs> right? No, actually, see, th- when I started like researching on Reddit, they would say like, "Hey, 
guys, if you want to just save money during your um, fertile days, just try to go every other day. Oh, really? But every other day is damn exhausting. And also feels like work <laughs> to try to do it that much times. It's so hard. And so I was like, okay, this Reddit, it wasn't that helpful. But then someone was like, yeah, we should do like, by the way, there's like this whole like lingo on Reddit. Everyone has these abbreviations like OPKs, ovulation kits. It's like OKTs. Oh, and like, I didn't I know what they were. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's when I started like uh, Googling what those uh, I, kit pack, ovulation kit packets, OKPs. I don't know. I searched Google <laughs> what that acronym was. And then that's what I started to learn about it. Oh, right. Right. It's their own world and their own little language. Yeah. Where Reddit started to become very painful for me was like during those four months when it didn't work i started to just read people's like posts about oh my god it's been one year and oh, then like the struggles the struggles and i started to go down this like kind of rabbit hole like because that could be anybody yeah right and so like yeah like i was just like in my head and i started to really empathize for those people who are not able to um conceive and, and the thing was during that time even a lot of people that I went to college with, a lot of girls would put up like kind of these uh, bare all posts that talked about their journey with IVF. And it was very like, it was very genuine. It was very heartfelt and it was very sad. And yeah. also like, I was very happy for them because, you know, as a lot of those posts read, like for many people in our age, they're going the IVF route, even in Korea. And um, it's kind of this silent suffering. Because mm. like you can't, you don't really, you don't even want to tell your parents that you're having trouble conceiving. And every time, every month that you have this expectation that you're going to get pregnant, but it, you know, it doesn't happen, then it just gets more painful. And, and every month from, you know, becomes more weightful or like more heavy. And then finally, I mean, for some of these, for some of my friends, it was like a two year journey. And they were finally able to conceive after doing IVF for a while and, and reading through that. And then also seeing these like pictures of like 30 needles and vials. And I was like, oh my God, that could be me as well. So like yeah. fearful, but also. I didn't know that you have to go through so many needles for the IVF. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, just, just so much like, yeah, it, it's kind of a random process of like, yeah, so we're really relieved and thankful yeah. that we didn't... It worked out. Yeah, we didn't have to struggle Yeah, regarding this process. Yeah, and it didn't help either because either when I started Googling those things, during those four months, I just started Googling all of these random things about like fertility, and I started getting ads about like, hey, like... Do you have problems? Like, hey, are you infertile? Like, hey, do you have like a erectile, erectile dysfunction disorder or something? <laughs> the diving board is fine. Um, I just started getting all of these like, uh, yeah, and it, it, it just kept getting ads. And so like, yeah, it just, it, 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 it brings you down this rabbit hole. Yeah. I guess for anyone who who's listening, who is going through that struggle, like, they're probably thinking, wow, you you have no idea of the weight and pain because, wow, four months is nothing. And so yeah, I'm not trying to say that I do, but I got a little like touch of what that weight could be. And so now, with, especially about fertility, I'm like very 
sensitive or like extra sensitive about like yeah about it and i really empathize with with this um issue so that's why in the beginning i was actually very careful about like also who i uh let know with friends too i was very cautious because like it could be that like you know if we have like uh dates with friends they um, might be struggling they might be struggling and i don't want to like celebrate in their face and be like hey we're yeah. pregnant they'd be like oh my god yeah because uh, just then nowadays there's so many couples who are struggling yeah so how did you uh how did you feel when you when you when you, when you got pregnant what did you feel what was I your was like train of thought or like reactions i didn't really settle so it was kind of like half believing half not believing yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh when uh um i needed time to like digest yeah we we had this app and uh i knew that like you had to check to see mm-hmm. um like it was like time to check but it was like the app would keep moving it plus one day and so by that time that we actually checked it was like already like a f- three or four days past when your period should be but I thought I was gonna have a period. It felt like I was gonna have period yeah. because I had some like those regular cramps, and yeah, I just felt like kind of just like when I start to have period, like a little bit of pimples on my face. So I was like, oh, it didn't. Remember, I sent you a text that I like. I think it didn't work. Yeah, this time because yeah. of all these signs. Yeah, and in me, I was like. Oh. But in my text, I was like, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Well, next month will be fine. should be fine. Yeah. But inside, I was like, I just felt like my stomach dropping. Like, oh, man. Another oh, month? Man. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it is true. Maybe my swimmers. Maybe I have to. They're not We Olympic have class. to go get some hanyak. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need. Yeah, I remember we said that. We we're like, maybe we need to get some um, Hanyak, but I was really wary about that too because I read an article on my Flipboard that Jennifer Aniston tried all of these traditional tea medicines and then it didn't work for her. It probably messed up everything, like taking all these weird um You can't like, laugh at medicines. that story. No, I wasn't laughing. I was like I was like, that could be our story. I don't want to take like Korean traditional medicine. Oh, it could mess I up heard, your body too. Who no, knows? No, but I heard uh, another friend like a few years ago from my former colleague how yeah. she was struggling to conceive. And then like her last month, like the, her mom took her to the Saniwon and she got this um, Hanyak batch made for her to keep her body warm. Hanyak and is like then, Korean medicine, herbal medicine. Yeah, and then th- immediately she was pregnant. Yeah, but... Because it's all about keeping the body warm and having the right temperature. I was like open to the idea. We have so many of those herbal medicinal places outside our house. If if you go to our OBGYN, one of the things she said is do not take hanyak <laughs> because it'll mess up your system and there's a lot of stuff. And yeah, so, they still take it before you're pregnant. Oh, I see. Anyway, I didn't want to get into that like alternative. Actually, it's not alternative in Korea. The older generation do. really like the traditional Korean medicine philosophy, and then of course there's the modern pharmaceutical slash Western yeah. medicine, whatever. It's normal. 
Yeah. And then okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I remember this vividly now. So, like, <laughs> your mom was over because um, she <laughs> wanted to spend some time with us that weekend. And I was like, w- I was considering whether that um, that we should do the pregnancy test after your mom leaves. Uh, but then, like, ah, I couldn't, I, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't like wait. So, like, I was like, Katie, I think you should take the take the uh, the the pregnancy test. And then you went, you went into the bathroom, and I like, I was because that that test takes like two or three minutes, and I was so nervous about what the result would be, because, <laughs> like, why else would you why why else would your peri- period be four days late or five days late? I'm like, it has to be. But then. I don't think it is like because my body doesn't feel like. Yeah, and it. you said that maybe it is just late, or maybe I inputted the date wrong, and all these thoughts. And then I vividly remember just putting on Netflix because I couldn't wait, just because um, I was in my room, <laughs> and like I just turned on Netflix, and the first thing that it suggested was, "Do you want to watch Star Wars <laughs> Han Solo, like Episode Eleven or Twelve or whatever one of those were?" I just put it on, just clicked on the middle of the movie and i just put it on my headphones and then i hear the the door open and then um i figured if you were pregnant you would immediately come to me and be like guess what but i just heard that's u.s style but i just heard you going to the 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 bedroom and then um the lights just turned off and i was like ah shit it's a negative yeah, I just felt like, oh man, it didn't work, and just my bottom, my stomach kind of just sank, and so then I, um, but I was like, but I think I should still check with you to see how you're doing, so that I went into the bedroom, and then, uh, <laughs> strangely, like a patient, <laughs> you were in the bed, you had uh, like this, uh, what is the electric, down. electric, uh, electric warmer little thing over your stomach. And then you had all the lights turned off and you were, you looked like you had stage five, like flu or something or coronavirus or something. You were just laying down like a patient in the bed. And then I was like, Katie, are you pregnant? No. And then that's exactly what she said to me. She was like, no. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Well, you know, we'll try next month. And then you were like, yes, yes, I'm (laughs) pregnant. And I was like, my eyes, my eyes became big like like imagine if you saw like a ufo and i was like are you serious are you serious and then and then you're like check the thing i am and i was like oh my gosh and i don't know i rarely cry guys and katie what she loves the most <laughs> is when i cry like i don't know why but she takes like pure joy in it's it. it's the most sincere emotion i can get from you yeah and i yeah yeah, and then like just uh, a few. I was so happy you cried. And uh, just a few, <laughs> a few tears started coming down my eyes. Like just, I couldn't believe it. And the thing was, is like I would have shouted and like kind of like All got hyped, dance. but then your mom was cooking, <laughs> and so like we silently just did like a little um, hug and like chuka, a little celebration, and we were just like jumping up and down without sound, <laughs> and um, there was no camera nothing no camera and we just i i was just so happy that uh yeah we were gonna have our own family now it was kind of it was really beautiful to me and like i was just so happy that our relationship had kind of blossomed to to this like really beautiful stage for us and yeah it was 
It's just beautiful to me. I don't know what I, I, I no, you said something so cute. I was like, but why do you have this blanket or this warm thing over? You're like, I gotta keep my stomach warm for the baby or something. I gotta keep my womb warm or something. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, yeah. You can't really raise your temperature too, too much. high. Yeah. yeah, but it was so funny because you like immediately just put this like a. Uh, I mean, I think the baby is probably not even a molecule size big, and you're like, I gotta start now. <laughs> That was kind of like how we figured out, and how did you feel, Katie? Just overall, like what, what? it was like, like I said, I, it was unbelieving, and then I think it took some time for me to like, like the to settle in because it's too surreal. I checked that pregnancy stick three times. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute!" Oh, I did it like two twice, I think. You and after that, I did it again. Remember? Oh yeah, you took another one because it was then, too hard to believe. And then when we finally went to the hospital and yeah. I, like did the ultrasound, then I was like, uh, "Wow, confirmed!" It was that was like more like relief and yeah it feels came real to senses that yeah i have uh something inside of me <laughs> human your future child yeah you know in korea when you give birth there's something called a temyong which is a nickname that you give the baby before its real name when so, you're pregnant yeah when you're pregnant and they where they use it is like when you go to Sanu Twenty One, which we'll talk about as well, which is like the um, postpartum care center. The nurses will not call it because sometimes they you haven't come up or you don't With you haven't like registered an official name, like a baby nickname, and they'll call like what are some like common ones that you saw from the drama Sanu Twenty One? There's a Korean drama. Tesagi, Dangkong, which just means peanut. So something very cute. It's usually like two syllables and like very cutesy. Yeah. Ours is Dewey. That's right. So they're gonna call me Dewey Emma. Dewey Emma, Odiseo. I also like the name Rocket, but then Katie was that it's too aggressive. <laughs> it is. It's not cute. I like the name Rocket though. So much energy. I, I like that. You can call it a Rocket. And you'll call it Dewey. Yeah. So we'll have. No, I think we have to be unified on this one, Katie. <laughs> Dewey now is how many weeks? Uh, 13 weeks. And how was the just first 13 weeks for you? Just past the first trimester. How was the first trimester Tri for you, Katie? Oh, it was pretty rough. Because of uh, morning sickness and nausea. You had a lot of morning sickness. I threw up a lot. And like, remember, I couldn't eat much. And oh, like, I, I think we told our parents that we are pregnant, like, Kind of much a little bit later. Yeah, we're waiting. Yeah, and then while when my mom was here, she like when she didn't know that I was pregnant, <laughs> like she would do a lot of cooking. She would cook anchovies and all the smell <laughs> in the kitchen will like drive me crazy and like but then like we haven't told her that. So like she doesn't know anything and like she would cook and then 
from the smell, I would throw up in the veranda. Yeah, and you'd be outside, and then your mom's like, mm, "I can't wait for lunch," and you're in the back. <laughs> I feel so bad, but we we yeah, and to I wanted to tell her quick because because of this nausea stuff, yeah. but. You're like, let's make it a surprise. Let's wait until Christmas. So like we waited. Yeah, we had a few weeks left till Christmas. Yeah, and then so and then I really lost appetite. So like normally I love eating rice. Like I can just eat rice and seaweed, and that's that's still a good meal for me. But nowadays, like I don't even want to touch a pinch of rice. I turned into noodles person. Yeah, and then like all this citrusy stuff, like lemon, lime, mm. tomato, all these things are like what I crave. But like no, all these other like supposedly tasty food, all the fast food or like rice, just all the other even Korean food, I didn't want to eat. So I actually lost weight. Yeah, I'm surprised that you lost weight. I think. But apparently, it's normal. Normal, yeah. But Especially th- if you have nausea. I think the having a morning sickness, it really depends on pregnancy because my sister didn't have it. One of my other friends, I asked, she said she didn't yeah, have a single a single case of, of morning sickness throughout her entire I pregnancy. That they didn't have it, and yeah. I said, "Oh, you're really lucky." I don't know. Every culture seems to say different things. Some people say if you have morning sickness, then it's gonna be a boy. Um, every culture or like everyone has their own idea they're like oh like sometimes we meet other people and they're like oh you like vegetables it's gonna be a girl (laughs) or if you crave meat it's It's a boy boy. (laughs) i think your mom was like if you sit on something cold it's gonna turn into a boy or was that someone else yeah Uh, funny enough while i lost weight daniel has gained weight (laughs) (laughs) i don't know who is the one who's pregnant (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a reason for that. <laughs> because every time we dine out, um, Katie can only eat like 50% of her normal portion. But it's so akka or like it's so like wasteful <laughs> to like throw away that entire dish that she ordered. So like what started off as me eating like, like let's say we had like tonkatsu or fried cutlet and there's like 10 pieces. I'll eat my 10 pieces, but she'll eat by, behind five. And so normally I would just eat like one or two and I'd be stuffed. But then the next time we have it, like my stomach has slowly got bigger <laughs> or my appetite has grown. So now I'm taking two or three and now I'm just taking like all of it. <laughs> so right now I'm gaining weight and you're losing. Weight. I know. What an irony. <laughs> I know. I really, I actually, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight now. Um, by the way, even today I, I wanted to order a thing of mandu, but I was like, nah, I can't. Um, yeah. But you've been really like good. You've been cooking a lot for me. Yeah. So... Yeah, I appreciate it. So, Katie, let me ask some of the questions that people would ask. Uh, Q&A time. Would you, right now... Okay, I know what it is. Let me ask it. Okay. Do you want a a daughter or a son? And and explain why. It's so difficult. It is so difficult. Okay. What is your, where are you at now? Because you were going back and forth. Yeah. Initially, before I got pregnant, I was like 100%, I would be super happy to have a girl Uh because so cute. Mother and, (laughs) mother and daughter. (laughs) We can do all those things together. That's not the reason I. (laughs) 
What do you oh, mean? No, no, that's right, that's right. The other reason. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. And then, but then I'm now, like, I went through a lot of changes in my thoughts. Yeah. And then now I think a boy would be good too for Why? different reasons. Because with the boy, I can send you and the boy to some ski, and then I can just watch my K drama at home. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have some more like boys would have be a little bit more independent they wouldn't have to be right next to you all the time yeah i feel like they'll have more like common activities to do with, with you me? yeah yeah and i, I can have more free time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah is this a little bit too mean <laughs> no i remember one of our friends she was like if you have a daughter they'll like emotion they'll be emotionally tied to their moms <laughs> <laughs> they'll wreck you emotionally <laughs> remember that's what she said yeah and a boy is just physically demanding yeah but uh but uh but a daughter is like emotionally draining <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> so. but i think it's good there will be like good and bad in either way like there will yeah. be like a lot to cherish in just different ways yeah but like my parents say like <laughs> useless. i think your parents want a son a daughter right Oh, they have my sister. <laughs> oh, your sister. Oh, oh, you, you mean, mean my oh for, for their uh, grandchild for the for us? Yeah. Yeah, they. I think because they want. Because your your sister has a daughter, but they also want a daughter. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, I think so much has changed because during my parents' generation, all throughout Asia, everyone like wanted a guy because a, a a boy brings in money. Yeah. Uh, but that has changed but with nowadays, our generation. Most people would say they would want, want a, a daughter. daughter because the daughter takes care of their family, whereas the guys just go and make their own families and forget about their parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good um, lesson. Yeah. We should also talk about like how we share to our family. Do you want me to go first? And then yeah, we you, yeah, talk about your parents. Yeah. So like I was waiting because like we figured out like maybe just uh, a little bit in December that we're pregnant. So we're like, you know what? Why don't we share with them for Christmas? It'd be a nice surprise. And in the back of my mind too, it's like I didn't want to like tell the world or my parents and family and only for, you know, what if you had a miscarriage or something like that. I think that's in the back of every early like um, pregnancy troubles and worries. And so Christmas was right around the time when it would around, be around 10, 11, 12 weeks. And so I thought that would be good. Basically, um, since they're not here, I kind of wanted to see their face reaction I mean, yeah, it would be ideal if I could just see them in person and tell them, but I couldn't do that. So I, I got this real, like, kind of idea, and it worked out, executed perfectly. It went perfectly. I got this uh, Christmas tree ornament, just this random one, and yeah. it was kind of expensive. It was, like, handmade. I took off the lid, and I put the baby photo, one of the ultrasound baby photos, in it, and I popped the lid back on, and I mailed it off to America. Mm. But I was really nervous because that thing is really fragile. Of course, a Christmas tree ornament that it would break and then that would ruin the whole thing because there'd be a bunch of glass and then like a picture of a baby. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, during Christmas, around that time, my mom got it and she was like, hey, you guys, I saw that you sent a, a box, an <laughs> ornament. <laughs> and I could totally tell that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like her voice, like so random. Like, why would you send such a... <laughs> Like, and so yeah, that was kind of her tone. She's like, "Wow, kind of cool." Um, oh, um, was it handmade? <laughs> you know, to make it feel like thank you more. Yeah. But she's probably her reaction was like, 
why would you send <laughs> something like this so random yeah so she like put it on the christmas tree and then uh yeah and then she was just like thanks and uh yeah and i just hung up i only knew later when my sister was like yeah mom when she first got the ornament she's like why why did he send one he's so weird i mean if he said ornaments why did he send a set of them <laughs> and yeah. so during christmas day i called my parents and, or christmas eve and i was like hey bring that christmas ornament uh i put some money in it and i was like ha, ha, ha. and then they're like maybe they believed it or not but i i didn't want them to pick up on it too quickly and so um my mom had put it on this like aunt like she, she she had put it first on the Christmas tree, but then she moved it to this like Christmas reindeer or something like that. <laughs> but then my mom was trying to take it off the reindeer. Cause I was like, bring that ornament to the couch where I could see you, where the iPhone was. And we were like screen sharing. Yeah. She took it off the reindeer and then it was on her hand. And I was like, take off the top. But as soon as she plugged on the top, the whole thing like broke. Shattered. It shattered. And my mom was like, oh my God. And my dad was like, how could you break that? Oh my God, it's ruined. And I was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. My mom was like, what's inside? And then um, they saw it. And my picture. And I still can't forget my dad's reaction. They flipped it over. And my dad was just like, you go, they were silent. Yeah, he was silent. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I was like he turned are into they a ghost. Happy or no. what is this response? No, they were so shocked. They were not seeing it. They they didn't expect it at all. And so um yeah, they were like they were so happy and it was like I think they were at a loss of words and so all I kept hearing was Ooh. Oh. <laughs> and guess what my last name is? Oh, oh. <laughs> Daniel. Oh, right. that's so, not funny. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, and so yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, but they they were happy. Yeah. They were like, "This is the best Christmas present." And after I told my parents, I kind of felt like it made me feel like now we were like it's I more was, real. I was finally able to. Because I wanted to, you know, start telling people so we could yeah. share the good news. Like John the disciple, you know, just just share the good news <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> and so, of course, you got to tell the parents. And so that triggered and I was really happy. And and Katie, like, how did we share with your parents? Yeah, it was about the same time, too. Like, my mom after. was in, in our house and then we were spending Christmas together. And then we bought a mini Christmas cake. And then at the back of the Christmas cake, we attached the ultrasound photo. Under We put it underneath the, the Christmas cake. Yeah. And then, like, I asked her to lift up the cake. And then she, she saw the photo. And then, like, your mom was so fast. Yeah. Though. She was really fast. She was like, whoa, when? <laughs> and then she was like congrats and then like she cried and i cried so yeah. we were both crying oh it was such a genuine moment yeah yeah I, that that was beautiful i think you kind of like worried about what your mom's reaction would be because like you kind of told me growing up that like your mom was like very like kind of cool about like oh like 
Like, you know, if you have kids, don't make me become the grandmother that has to just stay at home and take care of it. And yeah. it gave you like a negative like connotation that maybe, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then like when you saw your mom's just like joy about it, I think that like put you over the edge too. And just like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And yes. then she's been really caring for me. So like, like, I think immediately the day after she bought some beef and Haru, made yeah. um uh, beef radish soup and yeah. like all this food that I say I want to have, she yeah. would cook it. She's been like a master chef. She's yeah. been like cooking it up every every time, making panchan and all this good food. Yeah. So that we could have a good, healthy baby and so yeah. yeah and then there were some like before the news there were some grumbles that she had against me but then she said like she decided everything went away when she heard that news so i was saved oh 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 yeah there's yeah <laughs> little little fights skirmishes and stuff yeah <laughs> so of course yeah yeah and so needless to say like with deciding to get pregnant trying to have a baby and the pregnancy and then like going to the hospitals and just all the questions you have as a first time parent like the last q4 from october to december was just like it was so fast it was like a tremendous but it's at the same time very kind of like daunting too because we don't know anything about parenting or pregnancy delivery labor so yeah slowly we're teaching and learning yeah and i think it's i don't know if this may sound weird but it's kind of like starting a new business like you don't want to know <laughs> you don't want to know everything about rearing a child and about pregnancy like all the small details i think because it gets so it like it gets so scary and it gets so like overwhelming that it's just good to figure out as you go my biggest fear right now is the labor so I start to watch YouTube videos yeah, but about Katie, don't this go breathing too far exercises. Oh and my gosh, oh. you're 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 already having nightmares every day. Yeah, every I am having nightmares, guys, and it's really like violent nightmares. Nightmares. Even yesterday, I saw someone cut off fingers, and oh, it was just too gross. In my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could talk about a little bit more about like some of the benefits and like how it is like when you get pregnant. You want to talk about some of the like the government benefits that you get and also about the work policy, like how much days you get off, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. So in Korea, the uh, pre uh, the birth rate is so low that government puts a lot of efforts into all these benefits, like both financial as well as non-financial benefits to people like the families with children i think the biggest thing for me is that i can take one year off from work mm. or the like as the pregnancy leave but it's not one year paid it's just the right to return you can take yeah, a temporary right leave of return. absence from yeah work. but the government pays you a minimum of like kind of like a thousand dollars a month for the entire year yeah Right. It's not a lot, but it's still something. Yeah. So can benefit from that. Yeah. So the good news is I'm going to be taking break from work from 
next month. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited for you to take a break. I mean, up till now in your life, I don't think you've been able to ever take a break from just everything, whether it's from school, I'm whether so, it's from work. I'm so waiting for that break. Yeah, and you get to have some time to yourself and you yeah. can do some tegyo. Yeah. Um, What is tegyo in English? It's like pre-birth care for prenatal your... Prenatal care. Prenatal care where like everyone has a different approach. Some people... We'll go and listen to classical music. <laughs> That seems to be like the, the, the advice by every Korean parent is like <laughs> listen to classical music so your kid can come out smart. <laughs> But I think that nowadays, like the, the tip is to for um, soon to be mothers is just to go relax your mind and do activities that, that, you like that make, you ha- make you happy. Yeah. That give you serotonin. And so what do you plan to do, Katie? <laughs> oh... I don't know. I'm just too excited. <laughs> <laughs> you just There's be parked on the couch things. watching Netflix? Uh, uh, probably not. Yeah. I want to read more books. Yeah. And I want to do some also personal studies. Oh, my mom encouraged me to buy this um, the Hanja book, A Thousand Letters of Chinese <laughs> Characters. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be going that. through that book. <laughs> My God, um, I'll be doing more Sudoku. Yeah, we we yeah we bought a, 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 a we bought some Sudoku books to to do before going to bed. Yeah, But somehow that seems to giving me more stress. Sudoku is hard, I've y'all. I've been enjoying it. Sudoku is hard. Yeah, and then we're gonna do some travel. Yeah, too. Yeah. So in March we will be going to California. to spend some time with your family and yeah i think time will pass pretty fast but i really want to make the most out of it during that time maybe we'll I go to japan as well yeah like a short trip to japan to see a friend and do some baby shopping yeah mm. then i want to do yeah i just want to To relax, like, unscheduled days. Yeah, you finally have some time for yourself. No, I'm like, I really think you deserve it. And, like, you, yeah, you just, you've never had a time, like, a sabbatical year where you could just do nothing, and you've always yeah. just been working. So yeah. But I'm really, really lucky because before it used to be that you, you can only take the pregnancy leave just before, like, giving birth. Like towards the end of your uh, third trimester, then you can start taking the the break from work. Yeah. But the law changed like like last year or something that you can take it whenever you want. So even while you're pregnant, like even in your first trimester, if you want to take the leave early, you can. So I think like I'm the first in my like whole team to take this early pregnancy leave. So, yeah, that's why I, I can get to have some time, like, before giving birth. Yeah. In Korea, there is two types of break that they give you. One is chusan yuga, which is, like, delivery or, like, giving birth. Labor. Or giving, yeah, labor uh, holidays. Yeah. And so you get three months off. Yeah. And those, you said, was all paid by your company yeah. or the government. Yeah. Company Com- and government combined. Combined. That's paid. Yeah. And then there is something called... Uh, 
you got you jig, which is just like longer longer term leave. Yeah, like a leave of absence for new term parents, and that can last up to one year. Yeah, and so that one year is not paid by your company, but it's partially funded by, by the, the government, government. So you get like money every month, and like allowance. It's nowhere near your full time salary, and so. It's also kind of a luxury. So if you're a little bit more financially stable, you can take off up to that much time. Uh, they're giving you the option, and then the company has no right to fire you. You can always go back after one year. Yeah. But I think next year they're trying to make that even longer, up to one year and six months. They, I yeah, I think so. They're every year they're adding more benefits. I think from this year onwards. Yeah. Uh, to parents who have like less than one year old child, they will the government will give you a thousand dollars per month. Yeah, it increased from maybe chishimanon from last year. Yeah. But I think that number needs to keep going up because not only for, of course, well the ideal case is that you also have a partner that's making money that's covering your costs. But if you're like a single mother. And you have to quit your job, but all you get is like a thousand yeah. dollars. That is not it's nearly not, enough. Yeah, because you ultimately no you have to Fun. spend your savings. Then yeah, exactly. Because that's not enough. So yeah, I don't think it's it's a comfortable position in in either way. But um, but it's getting better, and I'm I'm like applauding that they're um, spending like yeah. government or our tax money on incentivizing. Uh, new parents and pregnant women and making that process easier that mm. has to be the case because we're running extinct korea has the lowest birth rate in the world and so like they need to uh, increase the incent incentives there or um yeah just and i think these are like small nut small improvements that that add up um towards the whole experience and they also gave you like um in korea if you have a certificate that you're pregnant they'll give you um like this uh, separate debit card where they just infuse you with money to cover the the hospital, hospital bills. I think it was like a thousand dollars up front. Yeah, and then you know the like your insurance will pay the the national health insurance will already pay for like sixty seventy percent, but then the the remaining thirty percent you can pay it from that thousand dollars that they load up front. So it's getting really nice in Korea, making it much easier than course our parents parents generation which had nothing so kudos it's it's kind of a little joy to like learn about these benefits and make use of them yeah definitely <laughs> definitely plus you got the little subway card or <laughs> like like the you know how like in in the subway there's a like spot for pregnant ladies um and the elderly pink pink seat yeah the pink seat you can get a badge from the subway <laughs> office that like kind of shows that you're pregnant. You put it on your back. Yeah, and so like I think Katie was so excited to use that. I know, but it's also at the same time embarrassing too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because it identifies that you're pregnant. No, because like, like technically you have a priority on those seats. Yeah, but let's say if there's some ajuma or some like grandfather who's sitting there yeah and then like <laughs> like like can i tell them to move out you just gotta give up or <coughs> like and then like flash the little yeah like badge. 
The best would be just if I stand in front with my badge showing, mm. they mm. will just like stand up and just, uh, yeah, let me have the seat. But just even the act is kind of like awkward. So I only take, I proudly take the seat when it's empty. Oh, but when it's occupied? I don't know. Then, like, I kind of hesitate. This is the difference between an introvert and extrovert. <laughs> an extrovert does not have a single ounce of worry about that. You flash that badge <laughs> like you're a cop. That's what I would do. In fact, I would just uh, stand up, sit in this pink seat, the next station stop, I'll move over to that pregnancy <laughs> seat, and just be that lady that just sits in, like, rotate seats just to make sure I could uh, see if every seat feels the same in every cabin. No, but like a lot, most of the times that seat is empty. Yeah. So I'm really like amazed. Wow, that was almost already one hour just talking about this. I I want to. Oh, there's one topic that I really want to go into into depth about. Like, um, IVF is like, like we have so many people that are having twins. Yeah. And before we were pregnant, of course, we weren't looking into this, so we just thought, wow, that's like like really good luck. Um. I mean, it's. Like supposed to be very rare. rare, but I guess in IVF. By the way, Korea is one of the Korea is like uh, technology for IVF is like one of the best in the world. So a lot of people come for come to Korea to uh, to do IVF. And when I like, I'm not going to explain IVF, but if you're curious, go in. It's like kind of medi- medical breakthrough and. Well, it's not a recent breakthrough, but it just revolutionized the way that, you know, people who are having troubles with fertility can have a chance to have a family. It's like amazing technology. And so um, to improve the chances that the fertilized egg uh, will, I don't know what the technical terms is, but be viable. I may be wrong, don't quote me, but they will fertilize multiple eggs at once and then they'll put it into the womb. And so oftentimes both uh, eggs it turn out viable and which turns into twins i have a friend over here they're having twins the person the lady from your work is having twins yeah. and so if you see couples that are like in like their it's 40s more common now. a lot of them are having twins and it seems like there's so many people we know in korea that have gone the ivf route and so it's becoming very common oh yeah so i'm kind of amazed how this changed the whole twin scene so it's no longer when you ask about a baby is it a girl or boy it's no longer girl or boy it's girl or boy or twin yeah yeah <laughs> i remember one of the shops the taco shops we we used to visit the owner had moved to korea because his wife um they tried ivf uh, multiple times in the states but it didn't work out but they came to korea to an ivf clinic and they found success and yeah. so if you are having trouble with ivf or you know you should really explore korea especially if your partner is korean because of course you, they can speak the language um but give and it a it's try very here. accessible like i'm talking about the actual uh, those ivf centers yeah there's a lot of yeah. them yeah actually in the news i also saw that i might have said this early in the podcast but then the age first time having baby is now is uh it's moved up this year to 32 hmm. for the average age of a woman having yeah. bearing kids right now in korea is 32 yeah 32 and simultaneously uh the number of couples 
that are in their 30s getting wedded has passed the amount of 20s that have just gotten wedded. Mm -hmm. So marriage age has gone up. Naturally, also the child age has gone up to 32. And so I think that number is only going to increase. And so as that number increases, a lot of people are going to have troubles with fertility or troubles and so ivf is going to become more common and um and the technology will only get better yeah (laughs) and so all these things that i'm talking about guys like those um digital apks (laughs) was that what it was i'm telling you go with that save yourself a few headaches and of course for some people that you know that that might not work either and in that case you know really empathize but um I think if you're going to have your own family, it's really good that you start young. It's funny how like when you're in high school or as from a guy like or in college, like the scariest thing you can do is like get a lady pregnant. But then (laughs) right after when you get married, just like five or six years later, the most thing that you want to do is get pregnant. And yeah, you see how funny that is? Like irony of life. Yeah. From a biological perspective, it's like, anyway yeah yeah if you just leave me alone with the mic for another hour i could just go down like 10 other rabbit holes for sure this topic so um (laughs) that's it guys uh at least for today so many thoughts i mean we gotta do another podcast about like we will we will do more because uh now i'll have more time yeah like (laughs) do we teach them start teaching them english first in the house or korean our thoughts about raising kids in Korean and the public education system and Hagwonbuna and how to talk to kids so kids will listen. And our approach towards parenting. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, that book. I gotta read that one. Areas where our parents messed up in, which I definitely don't want to make the same like I have a few ideas about that. Maybe I'll jot them down in my uh notebook and then we could share some thoughts about it. We want, and also want to get some uh, baby uh, recommendation on baby books. Yeah, if you have any good ones um, that have really like helped give you a framework or tips on how to like um, educating young kids or disciplining young kids. I think our approach when we learn new subjects, we always go books first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we like reading. Are you sure? Or at least buying the book and having it on a <laughs> bookshelf. 